O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord is one. Blessed be the name of the glory of His kingdom for ever and ever. Amen. Good morning, Mishpacha. Welcome to the Daily Audio Torah. I'm Laura Densmore, your host, and I'm so glad you're joining in with me today. Today is Sunday, September 26th. It's hard to believe that we made it to the top of the mountain. Today we begin the new Torah reading cycle for the year, starting with Breshit, Genesis 1.1. For those of you who are new to Daily Audio Torah, you are in for an amazing adventure in the Word of God for this next year. The Word of God is what protects us against deception and delusion. In the world we now live in, finding truth is something you have to seek after with all of your heart, because there are so many lies being pushed and promoted through the mainstream media. We must love truth and seek after truth. Truth is a person, and that person is Yeshua. We are warned about a strong, deluding spirit that will be present in the end days, as it is written in 2 Thessalonians 2, 9-12. The coming of the lawless one is according to the working of Satan, with all power, signs, and lying wonders, and with all unrighteous deception among those who perish because they did not receive the love of the truth, that they might be saved. And for this reason God will send them strong delusion, that they should believe the lie, that they all may be condemned who did not believe the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. Beloved, I believe we are rapidly approaching the end days, so guard your mind and your heart by staying in the Word and staying close to Yeshua. Now let's continue our journey through the entire Bible in one year. This week we are reading from the Israel Bible for the Hebrew Scriptures and from the King James for the Brit Hadashah. Today we begin the Torah portion for Breshit. We will begin Genesis 1-1 on the 29th. Numbers 29, 26-40 Fifth day, nine bulls, two rams, fourteen yearling lambs without blemish, the meal offerings and libations for the bulls, rams, and lambs, in the quantities prescribed, and one goat for a sin offering, in addition to the regular burnt offering, its meal, and libation. Sixth day, eight bulls, two rams, fourteen yearling lambs without blemish, the meal offerings and libations for the bulls, rams, and lambs, in the quantities prescribed, and one goat for a sin offering, in addition to the regular burnt offering, its meal offering, and libations. Seventh day, seven bulls, two rams, fourteen yearling lambs without blemish, the meal offerings and libations for the bulls, rams, and lambs, in the quantities prescribed, and one goat for a sin offering, 
in addition to the regular burnt offering, its meal offering and libation. On the eighth day you shall hold a solemn gathering. You shall not work at your occupations. You shall present a burnt offering, an offering by fire of pleasing smell to Hashem, one bull, one ram, seven yearling lambs without blemish, the meal offerings and libations for the bull, the ram and the lambs in the quantities prescribed, and one goat for a sin offering, in addition to the regular burnt offering, its meal offering and libation. All these you shall offer to Hashem at the stated times, in addition to your votive and free will offerings, be they burnt offerings, meal offerings, libations, or offerings of well-being. Isaiah 48, 12 to 50, 11. Listen to me, O Jacob, Israel, whom I have called. I am he, I am the first, and I am the last as well. My own hand founded the earth, my right hand spread out the skies. I call unto them, let them stand up. Assemble, all of you, and listen. Who among you foretold these things? He whom Hashem loves shall work his will against Babylon, and with his might against Chaldea. I predicted, and I called him. I have brought him, and he shall succeed in his mission. Draw near to me, and hear this. From the beginning I did not speak in secret. From the time anything existed, I was there. And now Hashem has set me endowed with his spirit. Thus said Hashem, your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel, I, Hashem, am your God, instructing you for your own benefit, guiding you in the way you should go. If only you would heed my commands. Then your prosperity would be like a river, your triumph like the waves of the sea. Your offspring would be as many as the sand, their issue as many as its grains. Their name would never be cut off or obliterated from before me. Go forth from Babylon, flee from Chaldea, declare this with a loud shouting, announce this, bring out the word to the ends of the earth, say, Hashem has redeemed his servant Jacob. They have known no thirst, though he led them through parched places. He made water flow for them from the rock. He cleaved the rock and water gushed forth. There is no safety, said Hashem, for the wicked. Listen, O coastlands, to me, and give heed, O nations, afar. Hashem appointed me before I was born. He named me while I was in my mother's womb. He made my mouth like a sharpened blade. He hid me in the shadow of his hand, and he made me like a polished arrow. He concealed me in his quiver. 
He said to me, You are my servant, Israel in whom I glory. I thought, I have labored in vain, I have spent my strength for empty breath. But my case rested with Hashem, my recompense was in the hands of my God. And now Hashem has resolved, He who formed me in the womb to be his servant, to bring back Jacob to himself, that Israel may be restored to him. And I have been honored in the sight of Hashem. My Hashem has been my strength. For he has said, It is too little that you should be my servant, in that I raise up the tribes of Jacob and restore the survivors of Israel. I will also make you a light of nations, that my salvation may reach the ends of the earth. Thus said Hashem, the Redeemer of Israel, His Holy One, to the despised ones, to the abhorred nations, to the slave of rulers, kings shall see and stand up, nobles, and they shall prostrate themselves, to the honor of Hashem, who is faithful, to the Holy One of Israel, who chose you. Thus said Hashem, In an hour of favor I answer you, and on a day of salvation I help you. I created you and appointed you a covenant people, restoring the land, allotting anew the desolate holdings, saying to the prisoners, Go free. To those who are in darkness, show yourselves. They shall pasture along the roads. On every bare height shall be their pasture. They shall not hunger or thirst. Hot wind and sun shall not strike them. For he who loves them will lead them. He will guide them to springs of water. I will make all my mountains a road, and my highways shall be built up. Look, these are coming from afar, these from the north and the west, and these from the land of Sinem. Shout, O heavens, and rejoice, O earth. Break into shouting, O hills. For Hashem has comforted His people and has taken back His afflicted ones in love. Then Zion says, Hashem has forsaken me. My Lord has forgotten me. Can a woman forget her baby or disown the child of her womb? Though she might forget, I never could forget you. See, I have engraved you on the palms of my hands. Your walls are ever before me. Swiftly your children are coming. Those who ravaged and ruined you shall leave you. Look up all around you and see. They are all assembled, are come to you. As I live, declares Hashem, you shall don them all like jewels. Deck yourself with them like a bride. As for your ruins and desolate places and your land laid waste, you shall soon be crowded with settlers, while destroyers stay far from you. The children you thought you had lost shall yet say in your hearing, Place is too crowded for me, make room for me to settle. And you will say to yourself, Who bore these for me? When I was bereaved and barren, exiled and disdained, by whom then were these reared? 
I was left all alone, and where have these been? Thus said Hashem, I will raise my hand to nations and lift up my ensign to peoples, and they shall bring your sons in their bosoms and carry your daughters on their backs. Kings shall tend your children. Their queens shall serve you as nurses. They shall bow to you face to the ground and lick the dust of your feet. And you shall know that I am Hashem. Those who trust in me shall not be shamed. Can spoil be taken from a warrior or captives retrieved from a victor? Yet thus says Hashem, Captive shall be taken from a warrior, and spoil shall be retrieved from a tyrant. For I will contend with your adversaries, and I will deliver your children. I will make your oppressors eat their own flesh. They shall be drunk with their own blood as with wine. And all mankind shall know that I, Hashem, am your Savior, the Mighty One of Jacob, your Redeemer. Thus said Hashem, Where is the bill of divorce of your mother whom I dismissed? And which of my creditors was it to whom I sold you off? You were only sold off for your sins, and your mother dismissed for your crimes. Why, when I came, was there no one there? Why, when I called, would none respond? Is my arm then too short to rescue? Have I not the power to save? With a mere rebuke, I dry up the sea and turn rivers into desert. Their fish stink from the lack of water. They lie dead of thirst. I clothe the skies in blackness and make their raiment sackcloth. Hashem gave me a skilled tongue to know how to speak timely words to the weary. Morning by morning he rouses. He rouses my ear to give heed like disciples. Hashem opened my ears, and I did not disobey, I did not run away. I offered my back to the floggers, and my cheeks to those who tore out my hair. I did not hide my face from insult and spittle. But Hashem will help me, therefore I feel no disgrace. Therefore I have set my face like flint and I know I shall not be ashamed. My vindicator is at hand. Who dares contend with me? Let us stand up together. Who would be my opponent? Let him approach me. Lo, Hashem will help me. Who can get a verdict against me? They shall all wear out like a garment. The moth shall consume them. Who among you reveres Hashem and heeds the voice of his servant? Though he walk in darkness and have no light, let him trust in the name of Hashem and rely upon his God. But you are all kindlers of fire, girding on firebrands. Walk by the blaze of your fire, by the brands that you have lit. This has come to you from my hands. You shall lie down in pain. Ephesians 4:17 to 32 
This Paul, I, Paul, say therefore, and testify in the Lord, that you henceforth walk not as other Gentiles walk in the vanity of their mind, having the understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God through the ignorance that is in them, because of the blindness of their heart, who, being past feeling, have given themselves over unto lasciviousness, to work all uncleanness with greediness. But you have not so learned Yeshua, if so be that you have heard him and have been taught by him, as the truth is in Yeshua, that you put off concerning the former behavior, the old man, which is corrupt according to the deceitful lusts, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind, and that you put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. Therefore, putting away lying, speak every man truth with his neighbor, for we are members one of another. Be angry and sin not. Let not the sun go down upon your wrath. Neither give place to the devil. Let him that stole steal no more but rather let him labor, working with his hands the thing which is good, that he may have to give to him that needs. Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of edifying, that it may minister grace to the hearers. And grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, where you are sealed unto the day of redemption. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor, and evil speaking, be put away from you with all malice. And be kind one to another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God, for Yeshua's sake, has forgiven you. Psalm 69, 1-18 Save me, O God, for the waters are come unto my soul. I sink in deep mire where there is no standing. I am come into deep waters where the floods overflow me. I am weary of my crying. My throat is dried. My eyes fail while I wait for my God. They that hate me without a cause are more than the hairs of my head. They that would destroy me, being my enemies wrongfully, are mighty. Then I restored that which I took not away. O God, you know my foolishness, and my sins are not hidden from you. Let not them that wait on you, O Lord God of hosts, be ashamed for my sake. Let not those that seek you be confounded for my sake, O God of Israel. Because for your sake I have borne reproach. Shame has covered my face. I am become a stranger to my brethren and an alien to my mother's children. For the zeal of your house has eaten me up, and the reproaches of them that reproached you are fallen upon me. When I wept and chastened my soul with fasting, that was to my reproach. I made sackcloth also my garment, and I became a proverb to them. They that sit in the gate speak against me, and I was the song of the drunkards. But as for me, 
My prayer is unto you, O Lord, in an acceptable time. O God, in the multitude of your mercy, hear me in the truth of your salvation. Deliver me out of the mire, and let me not sink. Let me be delivered from them that hate me, and out of the deep waters. Let not the water flood overflow me, neither let the deep swallow me up, and let not the pit shut her mouth upon me. Hear me, O Lord, for your loving kindness is good. Turn to me according to the multitude of your tender mercies, and hide not your face from your servant. For I am in trouble. Hear me speedily. Draw near to my soul and redeem it. Deliver me because of my enemies. Proverbs 24, 5 and 6 A wise man is strong. Yes, a man of knowledge increases strength. For by wise counsel you shall make your war, and in multitude of counselors there is safety. I want to speak to you today from our reading from Isaiah 48-50. through But before I go there, I want to lay a foundation. In those chapters, we are going to see two huge principles or uh, themes that come forth out of those chapters. One are one is the greater exodus to come, and the other is we see glimpses of Yeshua, Ramez hint of Yeshua, in these chapters. So before we get into Isaiah forty-eight through fifty, I want to lay a foundation for the greater exodus to come. What is this greater exodus to come, and where is it in the Bible? So, first we're going to go to Deuteronomy chapter 30, verses 1 through 6, and this is the first mention of the greater exodus to come. And this is not just talking about the ingathering of the Jews, this is talking about all of God's people, the family of God, which is the house of Jacob. And the house of Jacob is all 12 tribes. Judah is only one of those 12 tribes. So let's read Deuteronomy chapter 30, verses 1 through 6. Now it shall come to pass, when all these things come upon you, the blessing and the curse which I have set before you, and you call them to mind among all the nations where the Lord your God drives you. I'm going to hit the rewind button. This is Moses speaking to the people just prior to them crossing the Jordan River and going into the Promised Land. Now remember, Moses doesn't get to go with them. He's, so he's giving them a pep talk. He's, he's being like a coach and giving them his final words before they cross that river and go into the promised land. And yet he's talking to a future generation. He's talking to the last generation just prior to the return of Yeshua, his second coming. Verse 2. And you return to the Lord your God, and obey his voice according to all that I command you today, you and your children, with all your heart and with all your soul. Then that the Lord your God will bring you back from captivity and have compassion on you and gather you again from all the nations where the Lord your God has scattered you. So let me pause there. 
Uh, this is not just talking about the Jews that went into exile to Babylon. This is talking about all of God's people who've been scattered to all the nations upon the earth. And the Lord has done the scattering. Why? Because we, our spiritual ancestors, went into idolatry. We departed from the Torah, from the Word of God. And we departed from Him. And so the Lord scattered us. We went into exile. Verse 4, If any of you are driven out to the farthest parts under heaven, from there the Lord your God will gather you. And from there He will bring you. Then the Lord your God will bring you where? To the land which your fathers possessed, and you shall possess it. He will prosper you and multiply you more than your fathers. And the Lord your God will circumcise your heart and the heart of your descendants to love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul, that you may live. Okay, another key passage uh, that speaks very directly not just hinting, but very directly about this greater exodus to come, is found in Jeremiah chapter 23, verses 7 and 8, where it is written, Therefore, behold, the days are coming, says Yahweh, that they shall no longer say, as the Lord lives, who brought up the children of Israel from the land of Egypt. So he's comparing the first exodus. And he's saying, they're not going to talk about that anymore. Verse 8. But as the Lord lives, who brought up and led the descendants of the house of Israel from the north country and from the, all the countries where I had driven them, and they shall dwell in their own land. Now remember, the house of Judah is referring to the southern kingdom. It's the Jews, primarily. The house of Israel refers to the northern kingdom the ten tribes of the north, the non-Jewish part of the nation of Israel. So this is a promise saying there's going to be another ingathering, another uh, greater exodus where I'm going to gather in all of those who are the descendants of the house of Israel, the northern kingdom, the ten tribes of the north, from all the countries, plural, where I have driven them, and they shall dwell in their own land. Another direct reference to the greater exodus. Finally, I want us to look at Ezekiel chapter 20, and we'll start in verse 33. As I live, says Yahweh Elohim, surely with a mighty hand and with an outstretched arm and with fury poured out, I will rule over you. Now that's Exodus talk. Anytime you see the phrase mighty hand and outstretched arm, that was used repeatedly in the book of Exodus uh, to describe the exodus uh, from Egypt. So that phrase is referring, it's, it's about exodus. It's exodus talk. Verse 34, I will bring you out from the peoples and gather you out of the countries, plural, where you are scattered, with a mighty hand, with an outstretched arm, and with fury poured out. Now this is future prophetic. I will bring you out from the peoples. That's future tense. This is prophetic. It's about the future. This hasn't happened yet. This is not historical. It's future. Verse 35, And I will bring you into the wilderness of the peoples, and there I will plead my case with you 
face to face. Again, it's future prophetic. I will bring you into the wilderness of the peoples, and I will plead my case with you face to face. Verse 36, a direct comparison to the first exodus. Just as I pleaded my case with your fathers in the wilderness of the land of Egypt, so I will plead my case with you, says the Lord God. What is he talking about here? Well, in that first exodus, when he pled his case, he was basically saying to them, will you marry me? He he was inviting them to be betrothed. And the ketubah of this marriage covenant is the Torah. And so he's going to do that again. He's going to make the same offer again. Verse 37, I will make you pass under the rod and I will bring you into the bond of the covenant. I will purge the rebels from among you and those who transgress against me. I will bring them out of the country where they dwell, but they shall not enter the land of Israel. Then you will know that I am the Lord. Okay, I'll stop there. So we have three significant passages that speak directly about the greater exodus. And there's many, many more, but those are three of them I wanted to cover with you today. So now we're going to jump into Isaiah 48 through 50 and look at some key verses there that speak about or hint about the exodus to come. Let's look at chapter 48, verse 20. Go forth from Babylon, flee from Chaldea, declare this with loud shouting, announce this, bring out the word to the ends of the earth, say, Hashem has redeemed his servant Jacob. So what are his instructions here? He's saying there's a time coming and a day coming when we are to leave Babylon and flee from Chaldea. So there's a whole couple of chapters that speaks about the end of days, daughter of Babylon nation. It's Jeremiah 50 and 51. If you read those two chapters closely and carefully, um, you'll learn a lot about what this end of days Babylon nation, who it is and how this nation is going to be destroyed. So this is saying, go forth from Babylon, leave Babylon. Okay. And... Let's continue on Uh, in chapter 49, verses 20 to 22. The children you thought you had lost shall yet say in your hearing, The place is too crowded for me. Make room for me to settle. And you will say to yourself, Who bore these for me when I was bereaved and barren, exiled and disdained? By whom then were these reared? I was left all alone. And where have these been? Thus said Hashem, I will raise my hand to nations and lift up my ensign to peoples, and they shall bring your sons in their bosoms and carry your daughters on their backs. Okay, so there's multiple layers of meaning to this and multiple, perhaps more than one prophetic uh, fulfillment of it. Certainly when Israel became a nation, once again in May of 1948, Um, A huge exodus began then of Jews returning to the land from war-torn Europe, from Africa, from America, from all over the world. The Jews began to return to their ancient homeland. 
and many Christian organizations have been involved in helping the Jews to return home to Israel. So that's one level of fulfillment of these verses. But I believe there's an even uh, greater fulfillment that has not yet taken place. And that is when the northern kingdom, the non-Jewish part of the nation of Israel, um, is redeemed and is um, on the journey back home to Israel, that this is promising that sons and daughters will will return as well. And this is encouragement for you. For those of you listening, if you have grown sons or daughters who have wandered far from the straight and narrow path, who have wandered away from the word and away from Yeshua and are entrapped in sin and are entrapped in the tractor beam of the world, this is a promise to stand on. These are verses that you can pray on behalf of your children because God is promising that sons and daughters are going to return. Continuing on in chapter 49, verse 25, Yet thus says Hashem, Captives shall be taken from a warrior, and spoil shall be retrieved from a tyrant, for I will contend with your adversaries, and I will deliver your children. Again, another verse that you can stand on and pray into on behalf of your wayward children, if you have any that have wandered away from the faith. Okay, also in these chapters, we see some hints, Ramez hints of Yeshua. And I want to go through that with you. And so, in chapter 49, verse 6, it's, it is written, For he has said, It is too little that you should be my servant, in that I raise up the tribes of Jacob and restore the survivors of Israel. I will also make you a light of nations, that my salvation may reach the ends of the earth. This is a Remez hint pointing us to Yeshua. Remember, Yeshua, the name Yeshua in Hebrew means salvation. That is what his name means. And so, um, this is, I believe, one of the reasons why the name Yeshua was obscured from us for centuries. And, you know, the English word is Jesus, and, you know, much of mainstream Christianity, they talk of Jesus, they pray to Jesus, and that's fine. But we lost the name Yeshua. It was covered up, hidden from us. And the name Yeshua, the Hebrew name, means salvation. And that's important to know. Okay, let's look at verse 15 from chapter 48. Can a woman forget her baby or disown the child of her womb? Though she might forget, I never could forget you. The Israel Bible commentary to this verse reads as follows. The relationship between Hashem and the children of Israel is often compared to that of a husband and wife. There is, however, an additional element to the relationship, that of a parent and a child. While husbands and wives can fall out of love and the relationship can be formally ended, the mother who carries and gives birth to a child will always be that child's mother. In verse 14, Israel expresses its feelings of being abandoned 
and forgotten by Hashem. God responds in this verse by saying that His love for the children of Israel is even deeper than a mother's love for her child and promises that He could never forget His people. Let's look at chapter 49, verse 22. Once again, thus said Hashem, I will raise my hand to nations and lift up my ensign to peoples, and they shall bring your sons in your bosoms and carry your daughters on their backs. The Israel Bible commentary to this verse reads as follows. Isaiah describes the great contributions that the nations and individual non-Jews will play in the resettlement of Israel in modern times. This prophecy is being fulfilled by the unprecedented number of non-Jews who visit, support, and pray for Israel. Great individual Christian warriors for Zion have also emerged to fulfill Isaiah's prophecy. For example, Major General Ord Charles Wingate was a British officer in Palestine during the Mandate and trained many of the future leaders of the Israeli army. He drew on his love and knowledge of the Bible and distilled strategies from the battles of Joshua, Gidon, and King David, known throughout Israel as Ha-Yadid, or the friend. The Jewish people remember Ord Wingate and all the righteous non-Jews whose love for the Bible drove them to stand with Israel in her moment of need. Okay, I think I'm going to stop there, and um, I pray that you will just reflect and meditate on these things. The greater exodus is something to greatly look forward to. It's going to be an amazing thing to experience. And um, it's good to learn and know about this and to prepare spiritually and to prepare um, in our in a literal way as well. Remember, we are pilgrims passing through. We don't want our roots to be too deep here in the place where we currently live because there's going to be another exodus. There's going to be a journey, and we need to get ready for that journey. Amen. Shalom and Yeshua Messiah. We'll see you tomorrow. Yevrekadonai Blessing from Numbers chapter 6, 24 to 26. Adonai bless you and keep you. 
Adonai make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. Adonai lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace.